previously on Will Save. Our adventurers scour the hallways in search of a way to the reactor core set on sanitizing our squad and scattering them to the wind, destroying all traces of the evils hidden in the hallways of this horror-filled hodgepodge of experimental hellishness, only to discover signs of more menacing monsters ahead. After analyzing the remnants of goose scattered and streaked throughout the damaged corridors, our heroes courageously seek to avoid the path of destruction in favor of a control room that is curiously unmolested by the trail of carnage our heroes see set before them. Bernice carefully enters the room to interface with the computers, but is unable to find answers as to why a Gray's body lies dead on the floor next to her, but is able to uncover schematics to what appears to be the facility our heroes find themselves trapped in. With the schematics in hand, our crew identifies a possible way down to the reactor level through an adjacent ladder well accessible through the control room, and with the coast seemingly clear, Rick tiptoes into the room alongside Bernice, only to be met by the screeching wails and cries of two flying creatures set to strike the soldier where he stands. Will our adventurers be able to silence these hellish harpies, or are these angry birds about to wreck our piggies' plans for escape? Find out this time on Will Save. Have you ever considered that maybe you want a career outside of the norm, outside of the conventional, where you can put your skill to work? Then come on down to Akiton Trade College, <laughs> where you can be who you want to be. Get a fresh start. Get a fresh start. <laughs> Online class. That's where here's went. Yeah, that is. It's a, a limited selection of... of- <laughs> of uh, programs there. It's like yeah. water mining, yeah. dirt mining, Thasteron mining, uh, yeah. Mysticism, here's learned some of his mysticism from there. But not know. from the classes. He like just learned it while he was in the classes from other people. <laughs> On a field trip. You know how like s- some people like draw like, you know, like Kevin probably draw co- yeah, comics. Yeah. Stuff and co- yeah. Here's is just drawing runes and shit, you know. That's basically what he did. <laughs> I did. I used to draw. I almost, I got in a lot of trouble for in boot camp, but yeah, like all through high <laughs> really? school, I would draw my notebooks and stuff. And in boot camp, they gave us like a notebook, and I would sketch all sorts of stuff in there. Like I would sketch pictures of like you know the, the RDCs or the, the the like petty officers in charge and different things. And one time they found it. Oh yeah. Well, fun story. Okay, sorry. I know That's I'm fine. full of stupid stories, but uh, so I went through the sheriff's academy like. Uh, Kinda. It was a public safety internship program. Like, the sheriff's academy spread over the weekends for like high school students that are interested in going into the sheriff's. Well, I, I recently my TAC officer from that academy recently popped up on like Roll Twenty, and I, I just what? messaged him and said, "Hey, I just messaged him out of the blue and was like, you know, you, you popped up. I found you. Um, I just want to let you know, like, you've had a huge impact on my career and my life. Even though I'm not a sheriff, um, he made me appreciate law enforcement a lot more than what I." would have i think outside of that um anyways there's whole whole other stuff but i used to draw in that academy too i would draw all sorts of stuff and people knew that and i drew uh, a caricature of him he was a very large muscular guy with like i don't know so like kelly yeah like kelly just like Uh, kelly and so i drew him like super buff in the sheriff's uniform and i gave it to him at the end of our (laughs) our academy what did he say well, I messaged him about it, and in this, like, it was just like a, hey, it's nice to see you, like, nice to see you're doing well, congratulations on your promotions, blah, blah, and then his reply back was like, I'm glad to see you're doing well, too, I still have that drawing you've made of me. <laughs> wow. And that was like, I mean, that was 2004, man, that was like, 
20 years ago. Oh, high praise. Wow. You're great That's a yeah, great compliment, man. I mean, he, he really is, though. Kevin, I don't know. No one really gets to see it, the listeners, baby, yet. But he's like an amazing Except for artist. Except yeah. yeah, I saw him. I know. Here, here's is the only one I ever finished because I'm also like very lazy. Yeah, it's fine. The most skilled people are. You know. I think I've, I've said that several times on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Because you're so good that you know how to just... High functioning yeah. and efficient. Yeah. So you just yeah. like... Precisely. Exactly. We work very hard at being lazy. That's also why I'm not a career career artist, because I would never finish anything enough to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I just clarify? Did you say that you that he popped up on Roll20? Did I say Roll20? You did. No, I, 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 I'm sorry. I've been saying Roll20. Yeah. I was like, because we're like, I got all these other programs. No, I meant um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I was Same like, there. there's a social that component. That changes, changes the context completely. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's, a, he's a gamer too. Yeah, of course. I was like, should I, I not mention I don't know this? I put it on my uh, LinkedIn all the time. I, no, I no, probably link, follow LinkedIn. Roll Twenty. <laughs> there is. Do you do you have all your accolades on Roll Twenty? <laughs> <laughs> but we do have. If just anybody listening, we do have use a LinkedIn. Save. We should. Do, we have a will save account on we LinkedIn. Do. We do, and yeah. I periodically get things being like, you know, fifteen people checked out your view. <laughs> like, I think it's your seven account. total. Yeah. Four of them are right here in this. Room, on this you should go on here in this virtual room. Will's profile and like uh, vote for his cost eject. Uh, what is it? Cost eject liquidator <laughs> skill. I'll vote it. He's really good at that. Projectile weaponry mm-hmm. and endorse you for uh, efficiency. Oh, they endorse you for biohacking. <laughs> I'm not sure how like legitimate that would be if we all we made like LinkedIn accounts for each of our characters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why not? We need to. Oh, <laughs> Recruiters are coming by. They're like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, LinkedIn is is turning into Facebook anyway. They should. So. We could get recruited for yeah. some kind of cool like secret mission or something on LinkedIn. That's just see, that's know. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> or is there a way to make GMing sound really corporate? You know, like oh, oh yeah, I'm sure there's oh, yeah. yeah you, you you know, know. We talked to Don Don from Hexgrid Heroes about this about adding. Uh, there's a whole thing of leadership skills and all yeah, sorts of stuff that's you right. can twist GMing into like you know professional corporate you know lettering speak wording. corpo speak corpo speak yeah awesome. Well, speaking of skills, actually, that's not a really good transition. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rescind that transition. Let's talk about your characters. I'm just going to jump oh. right in real quick because I just want to hear off the top of your domes. I want to hear a favorite cherished memory from your character. And I'm going to try and on the ones and twos, I'm going to try and get you some cool music to match your memory as you're describing. Oh, awesome. I'll do my best too. Okay. So... Who wants to go first? Raise your hand. Oh, oh. Rock, rock, paper, scissors? No, Will raise. Will raise, <laughs> Will, say, yeah, Will raise a tentative hand. <laughs> he like accepted the meeting tentatively <laughs> on that one. He was also the only one that was like, I have an idea for this. <laughs> That's true. It's already. Yeah, yes. because usually I just come up with a topic and I surprise you guys. But beforehand, we decided to collab. And yes. this is a good. And then Will criticized me and me and Kelly for not thinking about our characters. <laughs> it was heavily implied. He yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. I do such a thing. Very, yeah, very <laughs> of heavy tentacle. If, if uh, anything was said, it was a jest. Yeah, he's. Naturally. It was something like Will has my, a, go for it. Will, Will has every yeah. college course that Doctor O'Kay's ever taken, yeah. like, <laughs> including the credits. <laughs> <laughs> professors, all the professors How many, what his grade was yeah. <laughs> ready to go of course but uh, I digress no I was going to say it was just the uh, the, the fond days of coalescing in the in the scholarly environment and, and working towards my uh, thesis in biomedical uh, engineering was was always fascinating and also just a time of communal enjoyment, you know? Ah, oh, yeah. Interchanging. I love that. Ideas. It's true. Intellectual. The campus is alive with research. Love it. Yes. Just love it. Squid-like slugs walking around campus. Yes. Yeah. Interfacing with one another. <laughs> 
Is that, is that a thing? Like their tentacle or whatever tendrils? Yes, of course. <laughs> just making out the quad. Yeah, you're still oh talking God. about research? It's interfacing. Uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. I never really doing. thought about that. Bio, bio, bio <laughs> changing of... Oh, no. medicine. Yeah. It's like, mm, let me study you. Fluids interchanged. <laughs> Obviously. That's how you learned all wow. your life science. That, oh. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, have of course. <laughs> it's just a party time. At uh, uh, what college did Doctor uh, K go to again? Javon City the, College. Yes, no, the Capital. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, college of Javon City, so Capital College. It's the main uh, scientific artery into the nice Ashar government uh, sort of research center. The, yeah. the that coalesces at the capital uh, of the Osharu homeworld, the leading house of education. You must have had high marks to get into that. Then, yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yes, I come from a long family of biomedical researchers. Makes sense. It's almost like within us. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Love it. Love it. Who wants to go next after that? Oh, we got oh, hand up Kelly. Kelly. I'll give it a shot. All right, Kelly. All right. Yeah, please. All right. So I think here's his favorite memory is um, when he decided to join uh, the band of free captains. Um, the first time he walked on a ship, it was a small sloop. And one of the first people that he met was Rolu. And so this like these bay these cargo bay doors open up and he walks up this ramp into the ship and it's just like cold and like the air is really like pungent but it's it's just an exciting journey for him and he meets rolu and rolu's just this warm pretty jovial guy or was and he just reaches out and what does he say john he says something like like nice to meet you i'm rolu but you're how, how does how does he do that john could you do that mm. Yeah, I want to hear it again. I want to remember. Now, John has to remember what Rolo sounds like. <laughs> As we, yeah, I'm really on the spot here. As you walk in, he's like, "Hey there, I'm Rolo. Uh, is there a particular place that you're looking for?" No, I, I first, uh, I, well, I'm just here to help out in any way I can. You know, you're as starry-eyed as that bare picture behind me. He points oh. to just a picture of space, not actual space. <laughs> Is that a picture of uh, of just space right there? Stars? Yeah. Do you... Uh, yeah, I did it myself. Oh, you know. oh you're an yeah, artist. Just in, just in my free time. Yeah. You know, sometimes in between uh, scores, you know, you're just... You got a little downtime. I Pick have a question. A little... Yeah, please. Do you draw with all four hands at one time? You know, <laughs> I get that question a lot. I do. I do. Oh, wow, you're really talented. You're very, very flattering on the first meet. Well, I, I hope I can rely on you. Uh, I'm new and uh, I'm here. It's nice to meet you. Good to meet you. I'm Rolu. I think I already said that, but uh, in case I didn't, well, can I say it one more time? Yeah, I'm sure. Rolu. I got it. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. Here, I'll show you this way. Let me show you to where I do all my art. <laughs> all right, great. I'm just going to use the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> Cut to the art. Yeah. It's like painting after painting of just space. There's nothing <laughs> I else love to be done. It's like doing landscapes, you know? Oh, my yeah. God. He's the Bob Ross of fucking space paintings. <laughs> He's the Bob Ross. <laughs> look, look at this happy little star right there. Look at this little black little hole. star right here. <laughs> yeah. Coming right towards you. Have a nice day. Anyway. Amazing. Well, that was a good little That's beautiful. interesting. It was nice. It was good. Thanks for that trip down memory lane, John. That's exactly how Hears remembers it, actually. Oh, that's I awesome. I wasn't sure if you guys pre-planned that and were like rolling out like a scripted thing or if that was off the cusp. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I should have known better because like we talked about this like two minutes before we got there. So. No, that was, that was just off the cuff. That was, Th yeah. Thanks to Kelly for that improv. Oh, no. Thank you, John. Yeah. Oh, man. I do have a question for pi like just pirating in general. Like do you just volunteer to be a pirate or do you like, do you go through like a recruiting phase? Uh, it's not like, like it depends. How did, how, yeah. Will this be, will this come up later? Like, how does one choose and become a pirate? Yeah. Like I do want to learn like what the origins of, 
of years becoming a pirate. But I don't think this this was like his day of like, I'm, was he already a pirate at this time? Or was this, hey, I want to be a pirate. He, he, and here's he had basically just. That's my Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Sorry, Mickey I, have, I have a little boy oh, to keep entertained all day. <laughs> I, I would not. Uh, I can't imagine here's being a cute mascot for some uh, uh, giant media empire like that. That'd be cute though. But like, uh, false. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have plush toys and everything. That's true. It's great. Oh man, no. This is just. Uh, this is just. Here's had just joined, uh, but he hadn't really been on assignment yet. It's it's a loose. You know, the free captains kind of make their own rules, captain by captain, group by group, and they have like internal alliances. And so it depends. But here's didn't go through any lengthy recruiting process. It was just the the particular group that he joined was kind of a bunch of misfits, you know, initially. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool. Who paint? Yep. Yeah. Who paint uh, starscapes, yes. And then Rick turns, you know, he's sitting in a room by himself and he turns directly to the camera. My fondest memories. I, I do have to say that, you know, besides marrying my wife and the birth of my two children, the most most visual memory that I have happens to be my graduation from the Abadar Corps Security Force Academy. I remember marching in with my platoon and standing up in front of a large crowd and recognizing my wife and my family, including her parents, looking down at me. It was a very proudful moment. And I hope that I can return to those days at some point in my life. Oh, cut away. I feel forget. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Curious. Mm. Curiouser and curiouser. We're slowly learning about Rick's past, like in some various outros and now. And I am really curious, especially about his family. I I know. I hope they're still okay and. Yeah. God, I hope so too. <laughs> As the player, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> this is good. Like each of these was like its own separate movie. Like Doctor Okay was like you know uh, an American Pie like style like you know movie. <laughs> like uh, it's a bit more scholarly Ooh. than that. I'm afraid, but well, but the makeout session. You're, you know, you're on to some. Yes. It's more like a food fight. Oh, okay. All right, that's fair. <laughs> and then like. Uh, I don't know. I guess mine is Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously. And then the Kevin's is kind of like uh, one of those like uh, those like reality shows, you know, where he's like, we yeah. all, yeah, that was Modern awesome. Family. Yeah. Y'all are great. Just going to say that. We love you too. I just winked for everybody uh, watching. <laughs> for, for this one. Yes, for this one. Come back. <laughs> Should we play? Let's do it. Let's play. Let's play. What, what, pray tell happened though last time you know it's funny that you should ask that previously on will save <laughs> brought to you by john swan brought to you by all of our sponsors that we don't have <laughs> zero of read read exa- read off exactly what will says in the intro <laughs> 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 this whole we, word for word we have no intro and then as soon as you say that that's the intro <laughs> 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 I'm going to just leave this music on because it's good. So both the road and the window to escape for you three seems seem to be shrinking with each passing moment. It's good and bad as you three fight forward, escaping cruel beasts and dangerous hazards alike. Maybe two episodes ago. You discovered this fascinatingly eerie side to the greys as you found these floating, colorful boxes where they keep trinkets and small personal goods to themselves. And although they appear to be from all over the packed worlds, there's no single item that you can say, oh, I know exactly who that belonged to. Who knows where they might be or how they got there. So you move on, and although one way is blocked from a large airlock door, you eventually stumble back around until you find some sort of lab or containment space where several creatures were and are not now. They appear to have escaped, wrecking the door on the way out. 
there was a mix of fluids from several creatures, including some that seemed to disappear mid-step. Next to it, you finally find a room with several workstations, and Bernice bravely goes in. Upon interfacing, as we now know that word, <laughs> with the computer, <laughs> with the computer, you find that uh, skin to skin interface. <laughs> Hello, computer. Uh, one of the computers has schematics of the areas that you've been in, both the most recent ones as well as the ones that you were in first, and a marking that could indicate the shaft that you're looking for, the tunnel, the way down, as the stewards told you. Now, as Rick 19 begins moving into the space to investigate, there's the intense screeching of two winged creatures that pierce the eerie silence as they all surprise you and you all need to roll for initiative. Wait, all of us? Not all of us are inside. That's true, but you all need to roll because you all heard that screech. Very well. Uh, <clears throat> here's rolled an eight. All right, let's go around. Here's you got an eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, initiative train is rolling. Dr. K, what'd you get? 17. Woo, high roll there from Dr. O.K. And what about Mr. Rick, Mr. 19, as they call him. (laughs) Mr. 19. Uh, I rolled a nine on the dice and a four bonus for 13. So I'm going to go with four. Okay. Say again? What? No, I said 13. And we're off with the surprise round for these creatures. And I'm going to move you guys over here on roll 20 to the map. If you look here at the top, so you guys are up here in the top of the map, the top center in this long room with four computer workstations. And the first thing I'm going to do is roll a die. As they screech and pierce the silence around you you see these winged creatures come out that are only small size but they look a little bit like they could be a reptile that on earth maybe was like definitely a dinosaur that has this purple brown skin I'm going to show you right now boom purple brown skin with these long claws that reach out and this fearsome face with these gigantic incisors and this awesome ridge on their back. I don't even know how to describe that. What is that? It's like a bat, but this is like a fucking gargoyle. It's really gross looking. Ooh, it's a good term. Gargoyle. Fleshy. It's like a gargoyle with like a face that isn't mohawk. Yeah. Like oh yeah, mohawk. Jurassic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sort of good term. Primal. Uh, like it articulature. It, it, like yes. if you've ever seen the gargoyles cartoon, it's that really skinny small gargoyle that's kind of lame. But then like it has like a really scary <laughs> face for some reason. That's basically what it is. It's like thorned in a way mm-hmm. too. Yeah. It looks like like the face looks like the the dogs from Ghostbusters. Ooh, oh, yeah, I good. could see that. Like the, yeah. yeah, I like Neat. that flying rat version. Looks, the- it's definitely ravenous. Definitely ravenous. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because as they come up, they screech out of the back of the room, and it's at that time that the lights flicker. And then the power to them is dimmed, and you are officially in dim light in this room, which I don't think would affect many of you that much, if at all. But you can just barely make out what was their colorful, like, tan taupe wings are now gray as they, especially you, Rick, the one that is furthest away, actually, sorry, the one that is, uh, yeah, the one that is right in front here is going to screeching all the while is going to come over and move here in between Rick and Bernice 
and take Ooh. an attack at Rick. Wait, you mean take an attack of opportunity? You cannot take a reaction and on your oh, first round of combat, right. and this is also a surprise round. It. Yes. Can <sighs> come in to attack you, and it's gonna try and claw you as these claws come forward and this shrieking like ah, 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 just comes rushing into your ear. That is why wow, I rolled really well. Not gonna lie. That's 48. a <laughs> uh, no. It's a twenty-seven. Of course, that hits. Oh yeah. my god! The claws rip into your shoulder and continue to rip until I find a D four. Six points of damage, cutting into your armor. Tis but a flesh. Not wound. sure how you're looking there. Tis but a flesh. Wound. Oh yeah. And then the other one. I look irritated. The other one flies over here also on your other side to flank you and it's gonna attack you that's not flanking pretty sure you can draw a thing through opposite corners it has to be completely opposite then it moves five feet further <laughs> it as it flies forward it it's completely opposite well or from two opposite sides right so it could be could also be here right? I think you have to be you have to be kitty corner I thought so it was any man we no, 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 no. Let's not get into it. It no. moves five feet further and goes to attack you. Does a does does an 18 hit your KAC? No. All right. Oh, <laughs> really? Wow. All right. Look at me put in my place. You, that was the end of the surprise <laughs> round from these and devious I'm surprised little creatures. You didn't hit me. Yeah, I know. I'm very surprised. <laughs> Kevin's literally looking it up in the book right now. He's like, "Yeah, Kevin's not even." He's like, "Hold on attention. one second, Jonathan." Like looking through. <laughs> Excuse me, fierce beasts. <laughs> I must know. Can I take? Is this considered <clears throat> flanking? I don't think you're flanking. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh wait, 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 wait. What? That is flanking. That's a twenty. Oh, uh, no. actually, twenty-one. Why is it twenty? Do you got plus three? They have a thing that helps them out. Yeah. Are you f***ing kidding me, man? Is it 21 to hit? I shouldn't have said anything. I should have let you just try to play the flanking thing and then no, say, like, by the way, it's broken. Eight more points of damage to you from this other creature. No, no take your eight points back. Until That's not true. Is- no, you take it. You take it. You're going to like it. Sorry, eight points of damage? Eight points oh, of damage. Oh, missed, uh, except for the fact that I get to add on 14 points of bonus. I forgot to add Just because of some special... <laughs> It's literally flanking. You're literally looking it up in the book. Flanking says plus two. So where did you get plus three from? Maybe do a life science check and you'll find out, Kev. Great. So it is at that moment that at the top of round one, the lights come back up to full power. And once again, you can see in color the dangerous wounds that Rick has sustained on both of his shoulders. And... The creature on his left. I'm trying to think, what is Bernice doing? Is there a chance that it's going to attack Bernice? I think it would continue to attack. Of course, because you're just going to kill Rick. It's fine. But before we go any further, flanking does say opposite corner, opposite border. And if, if you're confused, it says you draw a line from center of the two characters and it has to pass through opposite borders. So if you're up in borders, if you're on, if one is on the side and one is on the corner, it'll pass through two sides, but not two, not two opposite sides. Got it. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna attack you again, Rick. <laughs> of course it will. And it, it rolled a twenty. Twenty total. Twenty. Yeah, including the plus fourteen for flanking. It's literally yes, yes. Does that hit, Casey? I have a twenty, so so it, it hits. Hit. It, it hits. does hit. You rolled a two on the dice, and you're still able to hit me. No, that's seven more points of damage, dude. This is not going well with the surprise This can't round. be the way Rick dies. This would suck. Clawed to death by two this annoying is... bats. Okay. Wow, <laughs> man. Wow. <laughs> the you whole know, time he's like, really I'm not cornered. With words. I'm, I'm not flanked. And then like, they're just like chopping his I'm face. And then they're like, oh, that's it for Rick. Damn it. That would suck. Uh, Dr. Okay. Maybe you hear the sound, you peek in, and you see Rick getting torn to shreds. What do you do? Yes, I'm going to uh, head in to the facility, the lab, the computer console. Just the head. Room, whatever. Just, 
You're gonna go to the head. Stick your head into the door. <laughs> yeah. Just look. <laughs> He's like, nope. No, I will come draw myself into the room and instruct Bernice to uh, cover us as we uh, attempt to subdue these creatures. So Bernice is gonna like take a guarded step back okay. on her turn. Okay. And then um, Doctor Arcade is gonna pull out his Costa Jet and uh, he's gonna first take a look. And see like what he can find out about them, okay. like biologically speaking. Yes. Uh, and Give me then... a life science check. Life science, more than <laughs> twenty six. Twenty. Wow, dang! Don't boss it or anything. Thirteen. I'm gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> see, that's the, those are the roles that you're talking about, Kip. That's that's a skill check, not an attack that's roll. A skill check. Yeah. All right, you get. Uh, so this is a creature called a screeling. They're these insidious horrors that lurk, typically in like rocky reaches of the universe. They are uh, they are pretty. They are the smaller version of a larger creature called a scree sire, who are monstrous lizards nope, that are no very intense. You do not want to get in with a scree sire. Uh, What's interesting is that they typically live so, like solitary lives on rocky planets or planetoids, right? But what's interesting is that like sometimes near settlements, some, sometimes residents will like the screenings can be kind of annoying, right? But they kind of take pride in having them there, and they just like tell tourists to like, oh, just avoid that air. We we like we have an infestation of some beasts. Uh, so they can be annoying, or they can be deadly, like they are for Rick Na- Rick nineteen. It's like the raccoons down in Florida, like the raccoons in Florida. <laughs> really, I need to know about or that. Or alligators. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the two important things because I'm going to assume that you're going to want to know any outstanding things. Am I correct, Doctor? Okay. Yes. Yes. It, okay. Uh, of course. Yeah. So they do have an ability called cluster. Which means that when these, uh, you know, broods of Screelings go to flank, they get a plus one circumstance to attack rolls. That's how I got a plus three, Kev. Normal Paizo official rules. Wait, say it again. They get a plus one to the what? Plus attack three. Plus, plus three. One. Yeah, plus, plus three total. But oh, okay. you already get plus two to flanking when you flank. They get an additional plus one. So plus three total. To their only for rolls. flanking or are there other instances where that only, applies? Only for flanking. Okay. And technically now, any more damage that they do to you, you will get one point of bleed damage moving forward because Wait, of this ability cluster. Because you applied bleed to me? You didn't say that. No, I'm not applying it now. I'm saying that the next damage that I do, you will get bleed from it. So watch out. If they while, remain clustered. While they are flanking. Right. Uh, That's part of their ability. Uh, well... Also, they have damage reduction five unless you have a cold iron weapon. Wait, that means like they take five less damage, period, basically? From any kinetic source. Slashing, piercing, pleasure. Okay. Yes. Unless you have a cold iron weapon. So, either find a cold iron weapon or don't do kinetic damage. Yeah, you know, in the past 52 episodes, if you can find a cold armor weapon. Yeah. Cold if iron. you just want to give me a flashback, it's uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can try and do it. All right, Dr. K, that's enough of me interrupting your turn. Ugh. Knowing all of this, now I must put these beasts down. Um, <laughs> put them down. So I'm going to communicate all that I've not learned. Rick, they're going to cause some bleed damage if you don't get out of there. And uh, what I'm going to do is try and uh, hit one of them with a Costa Jet. Costa Jet, which you've been endorsed for on yeah, LinkedIn. Like plus so we know you're good at it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Took, took the skill test for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the higher the rank, and the higher the attack roll. So let's see if I can hit him. What you roll? Uh, is a 18 enough? Yeah. Is eighteen? Yes, as the Costa Jet, because that de- that deals acid, right? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah the acid damage uh, moves forward and slices into, I'm going to assume, the wing of one of these Screelings, which creature you attack in. Yeah, so I'm attacking the one that's uh, just hit Rick on the left. On the left. Him and Bernice. Okay, so let's call one, that one Peter. Sure. Peter, Peter. Uh, is a piercing creature and I wish to put him down. <laughs> um, but I'm going to hit him with both a basic inhibitor that will... I'm going to use my uh, spark of ingenuity. Oh. Wow. And spark combine ingenuity. two biohacks into one biohack. Oh, shit. And okay. hit them with both the basic inhibitor that is going to reduce its DR by five. That's wait, oh. you can reduce and, their wait wait, you can reduce their damage reduction? Yeah. That's awesome. That's freaking wait, rad. is it per like one time or does it subsist for a while or something? Uh for seven rounds. Oh that's great. Nice. That's awesome. Alright. Damn. And then I'm going to uh, combine that though with the pharmacological inhibitor. Uh, so you must, this creature must, uh, roll a fortitude save okay. to, to not gain the entangled condition. As a natural 20 and total of 22. So you're still encumbered though. Okay. So I'm encumbered. I have no DR and yes. that's, that's it. And Bob's your uncle. Yep. Okay. I got to check encumbered again but I like it how much damage did you do with that acid as it cuts through the wing four points of damage four points of damage as it sears through and I sorry sorry Sorry. four sorry sorry sorry. Uh, five points five points of damage Rick I feel like you can smell the flesh of this creature's wing (sighs) wafting into your wafting wafting uh, into your nostrils. And it smells gross. Oh, not tasty at all. Yeah. But, unfortunately, it is the screaming to your right's turn. Unless you want to do... Oh, Bernice needs to go. Dr. Okay. Yeah, so Bernice is going to take a uh, guarded step and try to uh, hide. Try to hide. Yeah. Okay. To gain... Sort of just be out of sight. Okay, to not be attacked. Got it. So make a uh, make a make a high check, and I'll have to make that against a perception check if they want to follow. Plus eight to stealth. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So if they're gonna go after, that. you did. Oh, you already took a guarded step, so you're gonna try and hide yeah. where you are. I feel like I see Bernice moving their feet back in back into the suitcase so they just sort become just, a suitcase no it's more so like a bed of nanites sort of just propel it back like invisibly it slinks across the floor love it and then does does she try and like lay down to just look like a briefcase that's not moving what does she do to hide uh, she, she like looks for some like a printer or something some water <laughs> just nearby uh, maybe like a, a router some office yeah. equipment if there's like some office equipment and like a coffee cup lying around, yeah, like an espresso. <laughs> okay, next to some personal belongings or a bookcase. Okay, okay, this is good. I like that a lot, actually. Good thing Nespresso is one of our sponsors. We just shouted him out. Wait, Nespresso? 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 Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Are yeah. they? Buy yeah. their like pod things. Um, oh yeah, I sh- those pods are great. They sent us a press kit, and I can't even remember like what the hell we're supposed to say. Just buy their pod <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, we get so many press kits. So um, why yeah, was I, I left out of the loop on this? <laughs> it's fine. I you don't drink. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a West You're Coast thing. The, I think <laughs> it was at the corporate office. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it went to headquarters. Yeah. That's why. That's why. <laughs> uh, is that all of Bernice's turn? Uh, yes. Okay, I like it. Bold move from Dr. OK. Coming in, coming in hot, dealing damage, like nerfing their DR, which is crucial. Smart move. And Bernice finding out. Kev, I see you raising your hand. Yeah, who's Peter? Uh, that's the, the screeling on the left. What's the other one's oh, name? You, just, Peter. you, you Peter. named it Peter? Was that yeah. in the? Was that one of the fun facts we got from 
No, but it's got it, like a necklace around its neck that says Peter. Oh, yeah, Saint it's Peter. A <laughs> it's a gold uh, chain. Yeah. And just just to be clear, Peter's the one that got the inhibitor and the uh, yeah. Axer. Peter's okay. on that damage, and and as the wing, like sizzles he's like oh i just maxed out my 401k <laughs> contributions <laughs> so why why did i do that uh it is the screeling on the right's turn i don't know what their name is uh unless you want to ask peter paul and yeah peter and paul i think the other one's got to be paul for sure the, yeah That's definitely paul. Thinking too. Okay. all right i'm gonna I'm, I'm going to do that first before I say anything about what kind of attack I'm going to change their token in roll 20. So we all are on the same page. Man. Paul. So Paul, Paul is, Paul's a biter. Paul's a biter, Kev. So Paul's going to come in. Paul's going to just try and take a bite out of crime. Rick's crime. And I rolled really well. That is a 26 against your KAC. I don't even know why you bother asking. Because maybe one day you'll be like, actually, actually. Yeah, I did. And then you were like, just kidding. I have a plus three bonus that helps me beat that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be six points of piercing damage as it bites into your leg. Because maybe you turned and looked as Peter's wing was sizzled and it (laughs) bit into your leg. And you also have one point of bleed damage. Goodness gracious. How do I apply that? Do I do one bleed or do I just do a minus one? You have the bleeding condition for one damage, which I just had the conditions page open. It's fine. Now. Gonna look now. Bleeding. You take the listed amount of damage at the beginning of your turn each round until this condition ends. Your bleeding can be stopped with a successful DC 15 medicine check as a standard action or through the application of any ability that restores hit points. Okay. So Bleeding. you so I think you do take you'll take one at the start of uh, your next turn. Which is now. Rick, stay in the fight. I got something for your bleeding. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to figure out how to apply this in Hero Lab so that you actually have conditions, bleeding, and then but you don't get it until next turn. Well, I think that's now, the start of your next turn, uh, which you're next. Right. Never mind. You only take damage Modifications, from the okay. combat states, maybe, mm. or conditions. Mm. No, it's Affliction. under conditions, I was, but you have to you have to put in how much bleed damage you get. So I put a one, one in. One point, I believe. Yeah. Um, and now I apply it. So, shoot, I don't remember. I think it worked. I don't know if I click it every round, or like, how do I apply it? Oh, well, it's the start of your next turn, so if you need to click it to apply one damage, you would do that now. I'm afraid to click it too many times. Don't don't <laughs> just look at your health before. <laughs> well, it's hard. I have to like scroll down to get to it, um, and my memory Hero sucks. Lab for all your character building needs. <laughs> all right, I think it took it. Okay, what do you want to do on your turn? Okay, uh, so I'm bleeding now. I was trying to look up guarded step before I get any further. Guarded step. Guarded step. Guarded step. Because uh, so I want to guard. I'm. I'm flanked between these two, so I want to do a guarded step diagonally around one of them. So I'm okay. out of flanking and then further away from one, but still adjacent to the other. If that makes sense. Um, I just wanted to look up whether guarded step, if I if guarded step protects me from one character, one creature, or all creatures. I think it sounds like, I feel like it would be all. But I, I feel like it's all too. It's a good question, though. This movement does not provoke attacks of opportunities. Period. Okay. Period. What, pa- what page is that on? Sorry. Uh, that's a great question that I just you just Googled closed it. it. Oh. Two forty-seven. Two forty-seven. Oh man, I was close. I was like, pages stuck together. Two forty-seven in the. Cold All right. Yeah. Then I'm gonna do that. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna mm. sidestep this thing. Uh, I'm debating whether I should step clo- like towards Doctor OK or away from him. Do you want to attack Peter? Or you want to attack Paul? I'm gonna. Well, Peter's the one that has the inhibitors on him. Correct. Don't distract me. Um, I was just asking. I, I can't see which way you're thinking. I know, but I'm trying to think whether or not Dr. OK, if I step near Dr. OK, if that puts him in a worse position. Like if it's, they're likely to get to him. Yeah, Draw. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to do the other way. Bam. They're fires. So they can't flank. It's OK. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, now, so I'm no longer in flanking. Okay. Um, you're no longer flanked. Yeah. 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 And I. I'm going to. So, what was the other inhibitor you put? You put a minus five DC or a DR, DR on his. I 
put a minus five inhibitor on its damage resistance to whatever non yeah and then you had class a, kinetic a second thing a cumber it's encumbered so i don't cool. think it can take attacks of opportunity i have to look it up also it, like that yep the max dex penalty or the max dex bonus is limited to plus two so it's ac will obviously go down Cool. Uh, well, then, I mean, it, I still had to use a garden step to get away from P- from Paul, the other one. Yeah. Um, without getting hit. But yeah. So now I'm gonna. I during that movement, I pull out my axe, and of course, I roll a terrible roll. <sighs> a ten to hit. Ten to hit doesn't hit even with of the nope. additional thing. Kev, you rolled a middling roll. The literal ten yeah. roll. Yeah. <laughs> right down roll the middle. This time. Yeah. Roll down the middle with you. That's the end of my turn. All right, that's the end of your turn as you swing. And even though this creature has these weird purple veins, as you can see the toxins from Dr. O.K.'s inhibitors coursing through the creature, you still manage to miss, unfortunately. Here's what do you want to do? Still out in the hall. Here's this feeling so fresh after that rest. He finally has some spells back. He just kind of clenches his fist and is like, yeah. And then, like, turns around the corner and, like, well, actually, first, here's is going to do... We we didn't figure out if there's any weaknesses, so I could, he could do another life science check to figure that out, perhaps? Uh, yeah, I'll just tell you that there was there was not any other... There were no also, other weaknesses. Rules clarity. I yeah. just looked it up. Encumbered, you don't... You can't take AOOs. There's no... Okay. Uh, good to know. To it, good I'll, to know. I'll double check, because it might be in the AO. You do move section. half your speed... Or no, sorry. Encumbered, your speed is reduced by 10. 10. And your max dex bonus to AC is reduced by two. Yeah. All right. Well, here's going to take a full- minus five penalty to strength and dex based skill checks. Okay. Okay. Cool. Slowing down. Here's going to take a full action and it's going to launch three <gasps> magic missiles at Peter, right in his back because he's not looking at him. I'm sure. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. And you see Peter like starting to droop a little bit. Peter's probably going to land on the ground because Peter can't move their wings fast enough to stay afloat because of the toxins went around the corner. Yes. All right, one moment. Plus, all right, hold on. I'm I'm moving over to roll 20. Um, Son of a bitch. All right, never mind. I'm just going to use this device. Everything good? Yeah, it's fine. I'm just annoyed because I wanted to make this fast. All right, cool. So nothing beats real dice, Kelly. Nothing beats real dice. Unless you roll terribly all the time. There's 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage to Peter. It's got to be dead. It's It's not dead. Shut up. But it does knock the creature to the ground as it was planning to do. It's on the ground. Yeah. Thanks, dice from Kevin. Woo. You're welcome. Yeah. Kevin Dice. Kevin Dice. <laughs> From all right, Kevin you want to do anything else with your turn? That's all Hears can do. He just wishes everyone else good luck. Good luck, guys. Wait, that was... You did a full... Yes. ...attack? So you hit with three dice? Yes. Or three... Got it. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Telepathically. Love it. Good luck. Top of round two, you all are in the middle of fierce combat. The lights flicker, but stay the same. However, there's this shifting of the ground and you all need to make what a reflex save to avoid falling prone as this rumble erupts throughout the room here's as well from outside 18 18 from dr okay kev rick 16 16 doctor for doctor for doctor 19 yeah doctor 19 your accolades keep changing. Doctor here is here. <laughs> does uh, does he have to uh, does he have to like roll from outside of the room? Does it spread out there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, got yes. it. Just checking. Yeah, yeah. It's the, like, oh, oh no, it's a five. That's oh, a five. Five <laughs> total. You oh. say good luck. This shifting happens, and you fall <laughs> to the ground, and you're prone. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, rough stuff. Yeah. All right, and Peter is okay as well. Peter doesn't fall over prone. But here's did. I'm going to put uh, the prone condition on here's. And it is. I applied it to myself already. The top of round two. Does Ber- Bernice get affected? Oh, Does yeah. Does she have to make a reflex save? Yeah. 
I love that. The, like a suitcase falling prone. One. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it just like goes like falls over. It falls over flat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Bernice! Bernice, over. Combat stops. Does she <laughs> have to roll reroll stealth? Uh, they they realize she's in the corner because <laughs> did that suitcase just move? Hey, did you see? <laughs> uh, no, I mean I I think she's fine, but when she gets up, she will have to reroll stealth. You're not gonna update her her image to be a, a suitcase on its side instead of standing up. Fail. Kind of put the current <laughs> condition on. <laughs> Bernice is also pro using the roll twenty icon. You just draw a black square. Yeah, that's it. It's a black square. Top round two. Peter is hurting, and Peter is going to attack. I feel like Dr. OK, because even though Rick moved, Dr. OK was the one who did the attack. So Peter turns around, comes over to you, Dr. OK. And takes attack of opportunity. And takes an attack of opportunity from Rick. No, it doesn't. Just kidding. OK. I rolled a two. It moves into... To try and get further and closer to Dr. OK. So I think it will get an AOO from Dr. OK as well. Because it's going to move two squares. It's not taking a guard step. Okay. So. <laughs> you get an uh, AOO as I'm well. I'm going to swing at it because I had my costage in my hand. Yeah. Ready to go. And so I had my syringe spear out, which. Or not my syringe spear, my uh, syringe. Sorry, stick. Yeah. Is that a two handed weapon? No, it's a. One-handed. One-handed. They're both one-handed weapons. Yeah, it's a concealable injection syringe stick. Can basically. you switch without moving? Yeah, if he has one in each hand. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Each okay. hand. Cool. Because that's what I had in my hand. One is, it a, is it a versatile weapon or is it? I can inject uh, a booster or an, or an inhibitor while using it. Hmm. Well, versatile just means you can use it one-handed or two-handed. Sometimes yeah. Using a two-handed gives you a bonus. So you take your AOO. Syringe stick. With the syringe uh, stick. 18. Yeah, that's a hit because it's on the ground, so it's using its wings to kind of shuffle forward, and that's why you missed, Rick. But it, but as it moves into the square next to Dr. OK, Dr. OK is able to just ah, stab it with a syringe stick. All right. Seven points of damage. Damn. Damage. It looks pretty like it's and it, on its uh, last legs. I'm hitting it with the uh, minor booster. Which does? Or minor inhibitor, sorry. Uh, take a minus one penalty to attack rolls for seven rounds. Wow. All right. Cool. Well, it's going to attack you now. So as it gets hit, it tries to retaliate. <laughs> And come and claw you, even though it has a minus one. It's a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That is a hit as it claws you. It's still able to get off a hit on you. That is five points of damage on the base of your Osharu body as it slices open your Osharu skin. Oh, no. That hurts. Ugh. But, Bernice, avenge me, cover me, save Rick. It is your turn, Dr. Okay, what are you going to do? Well, I was going to, yeah. So I guess I'll attack this. I'll put away my uh, Costa Jet. Mm -hmm. I guess drop, I have to drop both of them, right? To do what? To pull out something? Yeah. Because question, um, telling Bernice to do something is a move action? Ah. Yeah. So then you would use a move action to do whatever you're doing, and that would leave you with no actions, right? You'd be using your standard to change change weapons. There's two things. There's, like, the AI, which I can, like... Yeah, limited AI means they they function on their own, and you give them a command or something. Yeah. Which I think is a move action to give it a new command. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the other one is where you use your, your full action or something to make it move and do a standard action. You basically give your standard action to them. This is what I, how I remember it. Um, I guess I can hit him with the from. syringe stick then again. I can go for another attack with the stick. Okay. I won't drop my weapons then. Well, what? I'm just curious about what weapon you were trying to pull out. The uh, two handed syringe spear. Spear. Okay. Mm. So, got it. But I have the stick out right the now. Stick. But 
The spear is just 1d6 plus 6 versus 1d3 plus 4. 1d6 plus 6. So you, so you take your... You try and stab again with the syringe stick. Natural 20. Get out. Yes. Yeah. Get out of here. Yes. Nice. All righty. Let me pull out the cards. Get the cards out. The cards are out. Let me th- throw them up in front of the screen here. Tell me when. One, two, three. Stop. Okay. Card on the top. It is a. This is a kinetic attack, right? Uh, conceal injection attack. I guess. Uh, that's what it says. A special one-handed basic melee weapon. Yeah, I guess kinetic. Wow. Okay. Ooh, perfect. Uh, this is a. Okay. This is a fin fillet. The target loses one form of movement other than land movement until healed. So I feel like you it tried to move and you literally just stabbed right through its wing, pinning it to the ground. Nice. That is awesome. It cannot fly. That's yeah. freaking cool. And it can only move 10 feet because it's encumbered. Oh, Peter. Dang. <laughs> How much damage you do? Do you well, kill it? Okay, so do I do so I just roll twice or do I roll? You roll one twice. Time? You roll twice. You roll twice and add the bonus both times. Okay, so I rolled a six the first time. Uh-huh. And uh, five. Okay. So 11 points of damage. This thing is so close to death. You see it just struggling. (laughs) Trying to move and pull its wing out from the syringe stick. But you pinned it. Well done. This thing could die next turn. And then I tell Bernice to uh, take out Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Bernice is prone. So what does Bernice do? So prone weapon, or shooting while prone, right, for a ranged attack it provides a bonus, right? I think so. Or is it the AC when you're being shot at from prone? I think you have a bonus. Is that right, Kev? Yeah. Well, he had concealment what? is what I like. Or did I... Is that something that I could apply it or no? I don't think the concealment would apply here. I think okay. the, the prone would take... would. Like any attacks against you, I, I think would would fall under being prone. Like the bonus that you get from being prone. What was your question? What does prone give you? It's a bonus to your it's, AC. It's from, a bonus to your AC from range attacks. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Plus plus four. Yeah. Plus four. Well, I'm just adding the condition right now. Prone. Okay. If there is like an acid spit, maybe I don't know, but uh, she's going to uh, shoot from concealment or from. St- I guess stealth, but not concealment. Okay. Uh. Oh damn! I'm sorry, dude. You don't have to spend a reaction or an action to give it a command. Your your drone just has to be able to see or hear you. Okay. My bad. <laughs> well, bad. whatever. It's fine. All right. So damage done. What does Bernice do? Uh, she's she's gonna roll that die. Yeah, but the but the limited AI gives you either a move or a standard action for your drone. Right. And Makes then the other one is sense. as a move action, you can take direct control, and then the drone gets a move and a standard action. That's the difference. So you right. give up an action for them to have two actions. Love it. Eighteen again. Eighteen against Paul. Okay. Against EAC. Right. E and F is what it says. Yeah, electric Energy and fire. And, yeah. yeah. That's rad. Yeah, that definitely hits, and it bypasses the DR because it's energy damage. <laughs> feel like I can see the lights on the cavitation pistol as it... Boop, 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 and the beam forming, firing across as it, Bernice the suitcase fires the cavitation pistol. Dealing. Four points of damage. Four points of damage to Paul, who is otherwise healthy, but has a hole in their wing now. Dang. Good Go job, Bernice. Bernice, you want to do anything else? Dr. K, you, is that your turn? Uh, yeah, so I guess... Um, does So can I remain invisible? I don't think you're attack? invisible to attack, per se. Okay, but so can, you're can prone. hide? Uh, yeah, the thing is that I don't think 
the hide will give you anything like concealment or cover would do. I don't know that it would do. I think what it would do is probably change the effect of can they notice you and would they attack you? I, I don't know if, if, it, if it would be like 5e where you would get a bonus or something else from it. I don't think Bernice is pulling aggro right now, so probably fine. That's my sense of hiding in combat. Does that feel like it's right? I don't know. I mean, because in Starfinder, there's no, like, there's, uh, I haven't seen anything that's like, oh, if you hide in combat, you're going to get something else, like, this bonus from from hiding, if you're successfully hiding from a creature, that creature is considered flat-footed for the purpose of your first attack from hiding. If you remain invisible after your first attack, the creature is considered flat-footed against your attacks until it succeeds at a perception check to locate you or until you become visible. I love it. Let's do that. So, if you roll and... If the creature that you're going to attack uh, notices you and beats your roll, then they won't be flat-footed. Because flat-footed is good because it affects AC. Wait, where's the flat-footed coming from? That's a special a skill that Bernice a- has? Attacking from hiding. Hiding. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. So I can imagine that you could almost hide almost every round uh, for the for the most part. If I give up, if I give up limited... I can do a skill check and an attack, right? Got it. So if I applied that mm-hmm. it just all I'm trying to get is I guess the flat footed condition on right? the, on that creature from Bernice yeah that makes sense yeah I like it I love it okay so you're gonna do a attack or a, a stealth check right now yeah cool what'd you get I got a 15 on the die plus 8 okay Dang. 23 that's really impressive as far as you know although uh huh Paul was shot by Bernice. Paul does not know where that shot came from. <laughs> so as far as you know, the creature didn't it looks over but doesn't see Bernice. Good move. I like that we clarified the hiding now because this makes sense. Now there's some mechanical bonus to hiding. Makes a lot of sense. Bernice hides, firing the cavitation pistol and then retracting probably and hiding. Yeah, there's also a condition called sniping, but I don't know if it applies here because I'm not sure the distance. Got it. I'm ten, at least ten feet away. Yes. Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. So if you have successfully, if you've already successfully used the stealth, so I'll like if the first round, and now the second round, right? Did I did I hide the first round? You did hide the first round. So this is the second round. Yeah, but I think any time that you do something like. A, aggressive towards a creature, I think it would make sense that you would be out of stealth. Yeah, you'd have to go back into st- hiding again. Which you did. You re-rolled, and it seems like they are back, and they don't notice you. So you are successfully hidden from that creature. And then that's what that's what says, if you remain invisible after your first attack, the creature is considered flat-footed against your attacks until it succeeds a perception check. So, you, yeah, you would go back, you'd roll your hide again and, and stay hiding, and you that character's or that creature is only flat-footed to the hidden character. Got yeah. it. Got it. So to Paul and Peter. Wait, no. Paul is flat. would be flat-footed to Bernice. Yes. Okay. Paul is hidden. Or sorry. Bernice is hidden to Paul. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Any other thoughts? Considerations? No. I like it. <laughs> Glad that we ironed that out. It is Paul's turn. Being shot. Seeing Peter pinned to the ground, close to death, realizing that his best bud is going to lose him. And not sure where that shot came from, Paul's flaps their wings and just starts to nosedive across the room towards the wall as quick as they can. And that's our game. Ah! Ah! Wait, towards what wall? Rick West wants wall. to hit this thing. Hopefully in the hole and out of this room to that other room where they're he's all do- He's doing this. He's cutting it right now and he's going to move it and then for- try to pretend like there's no attack of opportunity <laughs> in this room. Hey, come on. Come on. I'm Good not game. that rude. Hi, everyone. It's Will, a.k.a. Dr. OK. And I want to take a moment to thank you for listening and to thank all our non-imaginary sponsors for making this show possible. At the top of the show, we discussed our characters' fondest memories, and it got me thinking about my own fond memories playing tabletops. I have so many. I know that we as a show have so many, and 
I know as like a, a community, we have so many fond memories. That's why we, why we do this. And, uh, which led me to, you know, want to ask you all out there, what are you, our listeners, favorite memories playing tabletops or maybe even your favorite memories on our show? Was it uh, and helping an ally in a clutch situation that left your whole party just sort of flabbergasted and in awe? Or maybe you were role-playing some hilarious encounters with some NPCs that just had you in stitches. And, or maybe your fondest memories are, you know, facing some insurpassable challenge you were forced to face and thought you wouldn't be able to escape. Maybe you discovered something new about yourself that you never realized you possessed. Let us know on our Twitter or join our Discord. We'd love to hear your stories and memories about your table and ours. Uh, I'd have to say my fondest memory playing tabletops involved my friends and I in my garage playing facing off a pack of wolves with a fistful of tiny ball bearings. It's a long story that deserves a full explanation. Maybe one day we'll talk about it on the show, but if you can't wait until then, again, hit us up on social media, join our discord and join in on the group discussions we host with all the willing out there as we discuss all manner of things from rules to proper ball bearing use, which incidentally is Kevin's favorite topic in real life. That's not a joke. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you next time on Will Save.